us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the program, 303-831-1340. It's the hotline. It's the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction, the participation, lots of shows out there, podcasts, all that kind of stuff. So when you listen to our show, when you listen to our Broncos Blitz podcast um, after the show, we appreciate you guys. It's badass. That is badass. All right, Jake, where do we go from here? Take it. Well, um, we got to talk about a little bit about this Broncos Chargers because uh, we're not going to have a lot of time this week to talk about okay. it. Um, Chargers look really good against the Steelers, put up uh, 40 points, Herbert over 400 yards. If the Broncos want any chance to be in this game, they've got to limit Herbert. They've got to confuse him with some, uh, s- some schemes that he's not going to be ready for, blitz him, and they, they really just got to – you know, put some pressure on Justin Herbert and make it hard for him to do anything. But that's the only key to success that I see for the Broncos. I think this game's probably pretty close. I don't think let Justin Herbert throw the ball all over the place. Close. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is it well, you're right. The the Broncos usually play the Chargers pretty well. I mean it's just a divisional game. I mean, it's um I I don't think the Chargers are special. I think they're like the Vikings a little bit. Where they can really look good on some weeks, and you're like, "Damn, that's a good team." And then some weeks they look very average. I don't think they're that much better than the Broncos. I think they have a young, talented quarterback, and he's, you know, the future of the franchise. That's kind of cool. But who and what they are, where they stand today, I don't think the Chargers are very much better than the Broncos. In the end, you know, probably will be Herbert's quarterback play that will be the difference in the game, not Teddy's. If Herbert's good, the Broncos get killed. If Herbert struggles, well, then Teddy will do enough to keep this thing kind of close. So, yeah, I mean, this one is, you know, 23-20, 24-21 type of affair, I'd say. I think the Broncos on the two weeks to prepare will be very beneficial because they'll be fresh. And um, I would hope and I'd assume that would mean you have two weeks to kind of get going to go out there in those first two drives and get seven points and not, you know, let the Chargers handle you, not let the Chargers dictate what. Um, you know, they'd like to do to you that afternoon and have the Broncos play one of those games where they kind of grind you and they force you into kind of their game. So that's what I'm thinking. You're right, especially with um, the Broncos needing to get started fast, uh, especially after this bye week. You have plenty of time to get ready for the Chargers, put together a game plan to really put your team in a position to have success early on. And if they don't, like usually, like we've seen all season long, the Broncos have been slow starters. It costs them in the end. So that's one thing that they can't do. They can't start slow. They've got to bounce back after a tough loss to the Eagles. After another riding another roller coaster, um, we'll see if they can, you know, start the incline up again. Uh, the division still to be had, but I think the Chiefs. Now you have to keep pace with the Chiefs. It's not going to be who survives the West and who wins, you know, nine or ten games. Now you have to go win ten to make the playoffs. Nine at least. And if the Broncos were to come back and find a way to win nine games, I think people would be like, you know, by the end of like the, you know, the journey 
the season, the highs and the lows. At the very end, they're nine and eight. And right after the game, we see some other scores. And it's like the Broncos have been eliminated from playoff contention. I think we'd go, I think we would look at each other and we'd go, And try to give them a little bit of love, you know, like, okay, not too bad. They gave us a, it was, we went on an emotional, uh, a definitely an emotional roller coaster. But the ride that this season was from the highs and the lows, we cared again. They made us care all over again. You know, I thought my heart didn't work anymore. Been broken so many times, you know. That doa, love it's, again. You got me in love again. Right? So... They win nine games. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm not like, they should have won 10 or 11. Oh, really? They should have? Really? They should have. These guys. These freaking guys. I don't think so, bro. I'd say you win 10, A-plus for this season. Overachieved. Definitely. Um, I mean, like, overachieved. That's five wins better than last year. I mean, even you know, I, three wins, four wins better than last year is an improvement. Nine games, you're a over 500 team. Winning five or six games in the NFL is very hard. We know that over the last few years. It's easy to go find a way to win one or two and be a poop team like the Lions or the Jaguars, teams like that. Still to win five or six games and still get your guys to get up, go, you know, get up and fight every single week. There was three or four close lot tons of close losses from Fangio the last couple of years. Um I wouldn't be mad at them for that. Eight and nine, an eight and nine finish makes me feel like, well, damn. Look at these close games we lost. Could have got me to nine. Then I'm starting to think, what if a little bit? But in the you know, in the end, the truth. If we're chopping it all up, laying it all out there, spreading it all up, all the players, everything we have. Here's ours against yours. Here's ours against theirs. Are the Broncos really better than the Steelers? Nah. No. Are they really better than the Colts? No. no. Are they really better than the Browns? No. no. They're probably right. You know, um, do they have? Are they better than the Bengals? Um, I mean, I guess you could argue, mm-hmm. but the Bengals got the number one overall pick, young, explosive talent, a uh, young, innovative coach who now is starting to get it and they're, you know, who's not going anywhere because they don't fire coaches. Um, like the truth in the end, the Broncos probably achieved properly, proper finish. You know what I mean? Not, um, damn, these guys underachieved. Ah, these freaking Broncos, same old thing. No, not the same old thing. They're a five and six win team the last few years. Eight wins is eight wins. Eight wins puts you on the front porch, the 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 cusp, the precipice. Now what do you have to do? You have to turn eight next year into eleven. How do you do that? Well, with you know, I don't think with Teddy. But you know what? Maybe with Teddy. Maybe you win ten or eleven with Teddy. Because I think you win like thirteen with Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. I think you're like a 13 and 14 and just all that, you know, all that new, all that new. It's like when Peyton, like they're throwing all these looks at teams the first couple of years that teams hadn't, hadn't ever seen. That's why the 2020, the 2012 loss to the Ravens, that's the, that rips your heart out because you didn't deserve to beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl the next year. But in 2012, you're just like these you, Broncos line up with these looks. and You're like, what the F is, you know, what, 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 what are they about to do to me here? You had to go score 35 like Flacco did to take in a historic, one of the greatest upsets in the history of the National Football League. 
to have pulled something like that off. And the Ravens were obviously a team of destiny in their own right. But, you know, that's what you would get from Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson for the first year. You take the like like Brady last year, like you, you, you they would t- take they would take the league by storm. They would take it to the next level. level. And then who doesn't believe that the Broncos with either of those guys would be like in a I mean, like the goal would be get to the AFC championship game. I mean, of course, it'd be to get to a Super Bowl and win it. But what I'm saying is once you get to a conference championship game, it's a final four. Like then anything happens. Anything could happen. You know what I mean? Right. Um, That's it. So. Okay. So say the Broncos win nine games this year. Mm -hmm. Does that say Fangio's job? No, I don't think so. I think that and I can respect George Payton for letting Fangio have another year. You know, like George Payton had to come in and like. Well, the the bathrooms are down the hall, uh, George, and the snack machines are over here. And here's the binders for the tight ends. We got the binders here and the filing cap. You know what I mean? It's like you have to learn all that stuff. So you can't come in and kind of blow it up right away. You go um, evaluate. Well, you evaluate and then you try to um, use what, you know, the previous regime did for better or for worse. Slowly but surely turn it into your own. He's got a six year deal. You know, he's still, it's not a three year deal. You don't have to do anything drastic. It's not a four year deal where you're like, where there's a sense of urgency to get it right. George Payton has time to do it. And when you really kind of chop it all up, like we said on the podcast yesterday, not the show, we don't know what the master plan is. Okay. The master plan, you've seen those Oceans 11, Quentin, and like the ones with Sandra Bullock, those Oceans. I love those. They're fun. Those movies are super fun. I love them. But like even those in on the heist, you know, didn't really know at the very, not everyone was in until Danny Ocean, you know, said, hey, here's your 70 million. You know, like even you can't let everyone in on everything. You don't, the master plan isn't revealed until the... I don't know until Aaron Rodgers is here, and they're winning games with him right away. Something's gonna go wrong with it for sure. So if you're thinking, what these receivers? What are we doing with receivers? Who's throwing them the ball? I don't get it. Why would you? You know, like it's 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 part of the plan. And also back to Patrick Sertan, it's like he's not Justin Fields and he's not Mac Jones. And Mac Jones looks like a great plan. We're like that was stupid. That's an L, you know. Well, if you have Sertan. As a top corner in the NFL next year, you got all this young talent. You drafted Javante, too, and you find a way to land Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. Then you're like, this George Payton is a genius, you know? So you can't do it overnight. You can. And do you know what? George Payton, according to Mark Slareth, almost did do it overnight before the draft when maybe they were this close to finding a way to pull the Aaron Rodgers deal off. This close. Also, George Payton, we know he offered number nine overall for Matt Stafford. That's a fact. Okay? So this isn't one of those where like the Rockies are like, well, we made Trevor Story an offer. Yeah, 60 cents on the dollar of his worth. You buttholes. This you know, what he did offering number nine overall for Matt Stafford, I think was pretty enticing. Who knows what else was offered? I think the Lions owed it to Matt Stafford to say, okay, Matt Stafford, we got three deals on the table. You were going to let you kind of, you know, you're going to let you 
have a little bit of say in your future here. Where would you like to go? Where do you want to go? The Broncos or the Rams? It's not close. It's not close. Cello tried to act like it was close. It, it ain't freaking close, bro. The Rams are right there. For the last four or five years, they've been doing everything to win a championship. Everything. From the golf move to the uh, the Clay Matthews and the Talibs to the purging of those guys to now the comeback up. Who do you want to play for? Broncos spinning their freaking tires or the Rams who are about to win a world championship maybe? You know what I mean? It's a no-brainer. So let George Payton do the job. Let the let us do the job. You know, it's for for George Payton's tenure. This is the fir- we're like the first quarter. It's six minutes in to the game. You know what I mean? It's a four quarter game over his tenure. We get he's got a lot to prove and it'll play itself out. So far, so good. They're better. Teddy's been better than anything we've had. The young talent is true. It's proven. You've signed a couple fan favorites, homegrown guys of your own. Tell me where it went wrong other than Justin Fields, who looks like a poop quarterback and whose bones are made out of pie crust. And, you know, Mac Jones, who Mac Jones might only really work in New England. Mac Jones doesn't work everywhere. Mac Jones is struggling in Chicago right now. They're asking for Andy Dalton. Mac Jones is not saving any franchise. But Tom Brady, look what Tom Brady became, too. Hardly one of the most athletic quarterbacks ever. One of the maybe, you know, I mean, stiff. He had a run last night. It looked pretty good. Uh-huh. They go, they tell that 10-yard run, he goes, 11. It was 11 yards. Thank you. Who don't it, like, I, do you like Tom Brady? I'm li- I like him more now. Oh, I love him now. Tampa. It's like now that I don't, he's not an enemy anymore. It's like when Peyton on the Colts, he hated him. All he did was carve you. And now, you know, it's different with Peyton, but like Tom, I love Tom now. You know? Now he's showing that, that personality now. Sure. You know, he's on Twitter. He's out of that cult now. <laughs> the it's, Patriot it's, way. Yeah, it's like, the, you know, that uh, uh, Re- Leah Remney. After you get out of that Scientology, you're like, whoa, they are weirdos. You know? Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, quitting the intern back on the other side of Smiley Sports. Now it's on on the hot track, melt like it's hot wax, put it out, all the stores, bet you can shout that. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember that. Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> that's Diddy, right? My version. Yeah, that's the Diddy version. <laughs> There's no guy slicker than this young fly. Quentin. Uh, okay, so Quentin in, the intern. Uh, let's see here. We have uh, we have Natasha out there. Are you sure about that? Oh, okay. We'll get her set up here. Let's do a little quick uh, segment here. We'll bring Natasha in. No, Allie. See what we did at halfway through the season. It's like a reality show. The best Hooters Grill picker survives. The other one. We hadn't seen or heard from her since. You don't pick them right, you get Tay. You're for now. Allie's great. We love we love them all, but uh, Allie's not here today. Just Natasha. We'll get in here in just a second. Um, okay, so Michael Porta Potty Jr. <laughs> Quentin, what do you think? How should I feel about Michael Porter Jr. right now? 
I don't know if it's how you think uh, feel about him, how you should feel about the team giving him that deal. Damn, Tim Connolly, man. He's He's been great. He's been great. He's like the per, some of the personnel stuff. He's not always perfect. You know, Jeremy Grant would have looked good still in a Nuggets uniform. Could have made that work. But, they, but don't, they don't cost you a max deal. No, they don't cost you a max deal. And the cost, the cost is like that max deal getting in the way of another max deal player to come in here and put you over the top. That's how you win championships is when your max deal players are playing like max deal players, not guys who aren't playing or have max deals like Porzingis who give you 13 and seven a night when you need 23 and 12 from a max player. You definitely don't need them sitting at home in the IR. And then it's like, oh, he's in Florida getting second opinions on how to treat his back. His back is done. That wasn't that was career ending. He couldn't play in college. He played like three games at Missouri. Like literally two or three games at Missouri. Had a back surgery. Was drafted by the Broncos. Sorry, the Broncos. The, uh, the Nuggets number 14 overall in 18, 18, 19. Has a back surgery then. Cost. I broke my back. Wait, what do you what do you mean? Like uh, a vertebrae? What do you mean by that? You broke my back is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? It's spinal. spinal. Good one, Quentin. It's just uh, it's like heartbreaking. Not for Michael Porter Jr. He ain't. He's just signed a two hundred million dollar contract. He's gonna look at it like this is well. I'm gonna take my time to come back so I'm healthy. Oh, I got the contract from what I've done. Not what I'm going to do kind of stuff. I mean, the attitude stuff. I don't think he's mature at all. At all. Wrong guy to give the money to. What do we do now to just keep kicking Tim Connolly? You know what I mean? It's like. somebody. <laughs> Connolly. Thief, thief, thief. Okay, he's had enough. I'll decide when he's had enough. Thief, 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 click, click, click. And you have to tackle me. It's like I'm just like lost my mind. He's had enough, enough. Beating that dead horse. Don't give back injuries, Max deals. It's a it's a good good uh good law to live by if you're signing sports deals for anybody, basketball, football, hockey. Damn. They've had back problems since they were ten years old. In yeah. the NFL? You don't get huge contracts after mega injuries. ACLs, MCLs, like you're if you're a if you're a running back, Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon, they couldn't find a freaking job. 27 years old is like Devontae Freeman. Todd Gurley, his career is over. over. Right? He's 26 or 27 years old. In the NFL, they're like, uh. Nah, because it's like the tread on the tires in the NFL. You may go have the surgery and come back, all that kind of stuff, but it's like you're at like when you put that nickel or the penny in the tire to see how much tread is left, you're like, yeah, you might be good for a couple more months. Then you're going to need four news. Let me see what we can do for you. We got some sales right now. Those will be $900 for those. They're all, all season. They're uh, S&T rated, you know, for slippage. Do you think it'll ever come out what they offer? I'm sure they got offers for them over the – over the off season. Oh my God. That's what I said yesterday. 
that I'm going to lose my mind and melt down when I hear they turn down, you know, um, Bill or they turn down Marcus Smart or they turn down uh, uh, Domitas Sabonis. Or they turn down Sabonis, you know, guys like that. That's when like I'm that's the ones that got away. That's going to make That's you the sick. ones that got away. And make you sick. Because you know when you look back like you can't at the time you're like it's a, well you got to look at it two ways. It's like being mad that I didn't buy Bitcoin. How stupid am I? Should have bought Bitcoin. I mean like no one bought Bitcoin until it got really crazy and then it was too expensive and you can make money on it. And then if you bought it at a certain point you lost money. You know what I mean? So it's I like I got in at 8 grand. Did you? Woo, what it do, baby? Yeah, no money's bringing donuts. <laughs> what it do, baby? Yeah. He's like, these are caviar donuts. Don't even ask. I got it. I got this. I keep it bougie. <laughs> I like that bougie, a little bougie. Okay, let's go to break. Come back. We'll bring Natasha in here. We appreciate you guys. 303-831-1340. Hotline, go fast. Energy drink text line, 98.1 FM. If you're doing it like that, watch us at MileHighSports.com. Natasha's coming in. I'm sure our stream numbers are going to go up a little bit. Back on the other side, Mile High Sports. That's funny. They're pretty good. Angry Orchard. 303-831-1340, the hotline in the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. It's not Wednesday. You're wondering, who's that girl's voice? Uh, Jake's? No, that's not Jake's girl voice. Let me hear Quentin's voice. Say what's up to Natasha Quentin. How's it going? Say, that don't sound like the same voice. It's Natasha from Hooters. From Hooters. Aurora. No alley today. We got Natasha in on a Taco Tuesday instead of Wednesday because she's got plans tomorrow. Yeah. It's a big day. Yeah. Um, So we're talking about... um, Black Friday. Yeah. And last year, I dropped the ball on Black Friday. I don't know what happened. I was, my wife sent me some things. She's like, this, 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 you know, wink, wink, you know, and I was like, okay, I'll wait. I'll find a better one, this and that. I never found better, cheaper, any of that stuff. I ended up paying more for the same stuff, way more for a couple things. And I was pissed about it. You blew it! I did. I blew it. So you're not going to make those same mistakes that I do. You're more of a savvy buyer. I I'm always a saver when it comes to shopping, honestly. Yeah. So Black Friday is like my time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> That's your coming out party? Yeah. Okay. Um, how's Hooters? How's work? You worked, uh, you said a double yesterday. I did, yeah. Dang. It was a little slow for a Monday. I was kind of upset. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Monday Night Football, did it pick up a little bit? Yeah, it did. There was a party that came in. It was like a group of like seven or eight, and they were cool. They bought mm-hmm. two calendars too. So oh, I was, cool. I was like, I'm in it, so it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Did you show them? Yeah. <laughs> Did you sign it for them? They didn't ask for a signature. That's that was rude. the first time that no one asked really? for a signature. But I was like, mm. okay. <laughs> I think they probably didn't want to get in trouble with their old ladies or something like that. You know what I mean? But uh, okay. So couple segments here worth the show. We have to pick the Chargers and the Broncos. We have some work to do. Yeah. Okay. But no pressure. No big pressures. We got, uh, you know, two segments to do it. And I need you to help me with my Black Friday stuff. Okay. I got you. Um, and, uh, okay, so what do you want for Christmas? Like, what are you asking for for Christmas? Well, now Just that in case I'm, anyone special is listening. Now that I'm on the spot, it's yeah. <laughs> hard to think of something. But. Yeah, but it's hard. <laughs> like, maybe that's the, you know, like, that first time somebody asks you, what do you want? Like, what do you, what's your best you're going to come up with? Because as you, you know, have a 
get older and have wife and, and kids. If you don't ask for anything, you don't get anything. That's good. that's how I am right now. Actually, if so, no one tells me what they want, I'm like, well, you're not getting yeah, anything. I mean, I'm it's, awful at giving presents. Well, so. I mean, like, and then <laughs> to, you know, too, it's like you don't want to. Some people like in my family, I love a gift card. I love I'll gift card. A gift card. <laughs> but like, like some people in my family, they don't want to buy a gift card. They don't, that's not like yeah. a good enough yeah. gift. Yeah. So like if you were to ask me right now, I don't know. Jake, what do you want for Christmas this year? Tell me right now. Give me some socks and I'm good. Socks? Okay, well, what are a little nicer that's like socks? like every present that a man wants. Just some nice socks. And what's worse is my mom wraps the socks up. My mom will wrap stuff like oh 10 my times gosh. with so, like duct tape. So, you know, when you're like that, you're like, this must be that new North Face. Let me open it. And it's socks. You're like, thanks for wrapping the socks, mom. And that's like the last present. You know yes. what I mean? She's like, this is the best present. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I either ask for socks or like shampoo or like shampoo. body wash. You wow, know, just okay. to last me a while through, so the, through the beginning. This of next sounds year. like Natasha. We're gonna chip in and get Jake a bed, bath, and beyond. No, wait. Uh, what's a bath and body works? <laughs> we can do that. Let's do bath and body works for you. Uh, Quentin, come to the mic, please, sir. Um, you're an intern. Yeah, you own Bitcoin, so you're an anomaly. You know, uh, so what what does a guy like you who has everything, Quentin, want for Christmas? I don't have everything, but I do want a MacBook Pro with a new M Pro chip. Whoa, that's specific. Yeah, he knows he knew what he this, wanted. And then, like, here's the thing. You like you open it and he's like, this doesn't have the M chip. What is it? The what? The M1 Pro chip. This doesn't have the M1 Pro chip. <laughs> I don't want this. What's the, what's the difference between the regular and the M1 Pro chip? It's just faster. For porn? No, no. Oh, okay. It's for, it's for my work. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, his old computer's all porned out. It only opens in save mode. Um, sorry, Natasha. I didn't put you on the spot there. Is uh, that why he needs a new one? That's good. <laughs> yes. Does the other one have viruses <laughs> exactly. now? A tall virus out. Um, he's afraid to even open it. They're going to steal all his information. Um, okay. Someone asked me what I want for Christmas. What do you want for Christmas? Thanks for asking, Tosh. Um, probably gift cards. Just gift cards? I uh, like a <laughs> Foot Locker gift card. Some, I'd take some shoes. Um, you can't go wrong with shoes. No, honestly. no, for sure. Give me some shoes. Give me... What else? Danny got me a Nuggets hoodie last Christmas. It's a nice one. You maybe maybe another pair of sunglasses. Maybe <laughs> an, an update. I got these. I got these blue Nike ones. It's just what I've been rocking for the fall season. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Upgrade the sunglasses. It's hard. <laughs> got to stay fresh. I could try on like fifty pair and be like, you know, it's hard. I got. I got it. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> okay. Um, what about a Hooters calendar for Christmas? That's the best gift that anyone can. That's ask a stocking for. stuffer. I think that's Honestly. a great stocking stuffer. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, this is that's why I'm promoting them so much now. I'm like, this is like the perfect <laughs> gift. You should it is. Totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We need to have one hanging in the studio somewhere. Right? We're slacking right now. Yeah. What's going we on? need, we need a bunch of Hooters gear. I think there's a couple in Nate's office for some reason. I'm not sure what's going on there, but um, okay. So the Broncos are five and five. Yes. They had two weeks to prepare for the Chargers. Two weeks they have to prepare for Chargers, which is like a big, that's a, that's a huge, that's a big bonus. Mm -hmm. When you have, you know, it's like there's almost in the NFL not enough time in the week to really do all the things to prepare as you're healing from the previous week for the next team. Yeah. So the bye week is, you know, the Broncos are going to be fresh, as fresh as they've been since training camp when they start off the season 3-0 and and we're great. Um, the Chargers are a divisional opponent which means we play them twice a year, every year. Once here, 
once in their building. So divisional opponents, it's like you the they could be a great team like the Chiefs and the Broncos could be a poop team like they were the last couple of years. But still, these two teams kind of know each other. It's like a little bit of extra. And even a bad team will go up there in against a divisional opponent and put up a great fight and maybe get a, you know, come out with an upset. So I think these teams are kind of split down the middle. Mm-hmm. They got a great young quarterback. His name is Justin yeah. Herbert. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's the kind of quarterback that I dream of. He's a dreamboat. <laughs> I'm being serious. He's like, big and strong he's like tough he's, he's, he's got a, a good arm that's he's what a, i know and so. he's he's an athlete too mm-hmm. i mean he'll tuck that ball and go run he's not like lamar jackson but he'll have 50 yards rushing in a game and you know go like break off two or three big first downs and kill you with that kind of stuff he's complete the rest of their team eh. they have a good offense they have a great offense their defense is of question um and their offense if put together properly is can be great. But also, they've had a few games where they kind of gas out and don't look great. They've had a couple Broncos offensive performances yeah. where you're like, what went wrong? You know, what went wrong? So um, that's where I'm at right now. That's how I feel right now. I, I don't have a <laughs> I don't have a, a, a total yet. I haven't I picked have this game yet. I'm struggling with the total. <laughs> I have like four different scores. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it in the last hour, and we still have a few Good. minutes in this hour. But Jake, give me a few things in this game that you see playing out or like becoming factors? So I think a big factor in this game is going to be Justin Herbert. And obviously he had 400 plus yards. If the best player on the field plays his best, we lose, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that might be the case here, Um, especially with how they played last week. I think they're going to roll with that momentum. Uh, but the Broncos coming off a bye week, you know, getting a little bit healthier, having some extra time to set up their game plan for this game, it, it bodes well for the Broncos. So I think that's going to play a factor as well. Um, and if they run the ball, if the Broncos can run the ball and keep Justin Herbert off the field, that's their best recipe for success. Okay. I like that. Quentin, what do you, how do you see this game playing out, bro? Tell me. Uh, I see it playing out like most other Broncos Chargers games. It's going to be close. I think since uh, they're playing here in Denver, that the Broncos will do what they normally do and lose to a team like the Eagles and beat the Chargers. I think so too. I, I don't but know what to think at this point. <laughs> I, I, I think that too, Quentin, a little bit. But also, if you cut me open right here, orange. Bronco orange and Broncos blue would pour out of my blood. Well, I, so, I don't I, have a biased opinion. I have a realistic opinion. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're right. So he's not a Chiefs fan. He's not a flaky, flighty, you know, um, wherever the wind will, will take you kind of a picker like me. Um, th- I, I want the Broncos to win this game. We always want them to win, but sometimes it's not realistic. And honestly, I don't know how to feel at this point with like this game. I well, feel like the Broncos have been like unpredictable. That's why we got to keep talking it out. Let's keep talking it out here. And then we'll have one more segment to kind of come up with it. We'll give ourselves till 50. It's 40 right now. We'll go to break. We'll come back. We'll look at some numbers, some X's and O's. We'll, I mean, the Chiefs are seven and four now. They're getting hot at the right time. So that's either going to push the Broncos and the Chargers to keep pace. Or one of these two teams this weekend their season is over so that's what's on the line for the broncos it really is so the broncos are truly unpredictable yep 
They really are. And the Eagles won again last week, this last weekend, and looked good again. So they're like no joke. They're getting themselves back in the discussion. So maybe that's not as bad of a loss as it felt at the time, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. The NFL is about like getting a team at the right time a lot of times and getting up for teams yourself at the right times. It's, you know, the difference between, I've said it a million times, like the best team in the NFL and the worst team, it's not like this. It's like this. It's like this, you know? So let's go to break. We have Natasha from Hooters Aurora here. No alley. Who needs her, right? No, I didn't mean that. That's I rude. Need her. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a good team. Um, but you've been very good with your predictions this season. Okay. You have a knack for totals. <laughs> she has a knack for picking totals. The you know, those unders and those overs. She's pretty good at it. And um, she does her homework, her research. She's got like a whole book full of pages I of do. things. <laughs> I have like two words written down. I it says Broncos. And Thanksgiving. Well, that's all I wrote down on paper. It's not even on the line. I know, I know. But that's how I do it. This is stuff how I start to show with these things here and then the other things I put over here. Look at all this writing here, Natasha. Will this impress you? Oh, oh yes. Look at that. Oh, okay. Danny Williams. Uh, Natasha, the calendar girl from Hooters Aurora. Go grab one of those Hooters calendars for a stocking stuff. I'm being serious. It's a pretty cool gift. Uh, got to get one in the garage. If you're a dude, got to have one in the garage. Absolutely. Right? Uh, Jake Meyer, Quentin the Intern is here as well. Back on their side, it's Miley Sports. This one still hits for me. I love this song. There's a new one that Dua has with Elton John. Have you heard it? No, but I kind of want to hear it now. <laughs> Maybe we'll go out to it. It's good. My daughter loves it. So Natasha from Hooters Aurora is in with us today. She is going to pick this game with us. We have today and tomorrow, then we're off the rest of the week. So, it's, you know, there's no football Friday. It's going to be a football Wednesday. So you're in on a Tuesday. You guys are usually in on Wednesday. You didn't have to come in at all this week. That was pretty cool that you did. We appreciate it. Um, for one, we needed your picks. You know, yeah. we're, we're competing. We needed those picks. Um, it's the home stretch of the season. It's about to get serious here. So um, we'll pick these games here. But um, yeah, you know, um, go into all, any of the Hooters locations. They're all different. They all kind of got their own vibe. You know, Allie's is different yeah. than yours. I So the best way, like I described the difference between the Lone Tree and the Aurora location. Yeah. Lone Tree is more modern because it's one of the newer buildings. Yeah. And then the Aurora's look. Aurora location is more like old school, like old fashioned. So some people like one or more the other. So what was that? Some people like one no, more I, than I, the other. I'm with you. <laughs> well, you know, where you're at, the vibe, the all that kind of stuff. So, okay. Um, it's not it's wing, wing, wings days. It's Tuesday. Oh, so you were talking on the break about some drinks. I said that uh, my wife and I and JJ went in over the weekend and had a margarita. I don't know what it was called. You called it the perfect 10? I think it was the perfect 10. Where, man, it was good. It was like in a little special, like the glass itself was cold, chilled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it didn't have any ice in it. Yeah. And I was like, what can I uh, have where I'm going to get super wasted? And no, I didn't say that. But um, I wanted something that didn't taste really super margarita mixy. And they bring yeah. us, uh, brought us up these two 
drinks are great. And you, uh, that Long Island, tell me about that one. The Berry Long Island. Yeah. It's so, so good. So just like a regular Long Island, um, has the three shots. So it's a little dangerous if yeah. you take multiple, Yeah. but so good. Literally tastes like just juice. It's so good. Kind of juice. <sighs> like a berry. It's oh. a berry Long Island. So <laughs> that's badass, Jake. That is badass. Okay. Um, what else? Give me an entree off the menu. Something oh. out of the. So no wings day today, but we do have our lunch menu till two. What's that? So you could get shrimp tacos. You could get a buffalo chicken sandwich, buffalo chicken salad. Sounds good. Um, it's so good. Um, and I believe it, it ranges from like eight to ten dollars, depending on what you get. So if you're sitting in a booth or maybe sitting anywhere and there's like the condiments and things and the little hand wipes, there's like this little menu thing that has like these ten dollar mm-hmm. burgers on yeah. it. Yeah. That's right up my alley. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love burgers. And oh, I this think mushroom Swiss was just right. The mushroom Swiss. Well, like sometimes you don't want to spend like 17 or 15 bucks on a exactly. burger. Ten. <laughs> Boom. You mean a Long Island? Exactly. Sounds pretty good, Jake. You You're in? Set. <laughs> I'm in. Okay. Um, are you ready to pick this game? I'm always ready. Okay. What is the spread? Minus, What's the point okay. total? And then um, I'm going to let you and then Quentin go first. And then I will go and then we'll finish up with Natasha. Does that work? Yeah. So the Broncos are the home dog. So the Chargers are favored minus two and a half this game. The over-under total is 47. And I like the Chargers minus the two and a half. I think they can win by a field goal, maybe even a touchdown here. And score-wise, I'm going to say it's just it just hits the over 27 to 21 Chargers. Quentin? I think I'm gonna go with the Broncos at home. Uh, coming off of uh, they got the they, they had a long week. Uh, Chargers had a short week. Yeah, walk off field goal, 27-24 Broncos. That's the way I like it. Way to go. That's over. That's good interning. Um, okay, I am going to go with uh, you guys. I think have a little bit too high of a point total. I think like a 24-21. McManus walk-off victory for the Broncos is just what the doctor ordered. What was the total again? I'm sorry. 47. 47 is an under for me. Um, And a Broncos win. How about you? Well, you guys have me second-guessing everything now. No, no. (laughs) If if you believe it in Um, your heart, how how can can you you be wrong? wrong? So I'm going to take the Chargers winning. Okay. Um. And I think I'm going to do, uh, <laughs> I'll do 24 Chargers and 20 for Broncos. Okay. That's very realistic. We're split down the middle, the four of us. And that's okay. That's how hard this one is to pick. So, okay. Um, who's a difference maker in this game, Jake? Who's the next factor? So an X factor besides Justin Herbert's going to be Keenan Allen for the Chargers. His route running ability is so crisp, and he his he he's a jerk get, though. I hate him. He is a jerk, and he thinks he's one of the best receivers in the league, if not the best, which isn't true. But he's one I of think the, he's a top ten receiver in this league, and he's going to prove it on Sunday. I think we handle him. I think Mike Williams has a day, and I think Austin Eckler's just the type of guy to run right around and through, and you know. It, uh, Inside and outside of the Broncos defense. He's this little running back they have who he's good. 
could throw it to him. He's you know he's from he went to college here, Western State. Western State. He's good. He's really good. So he probably has a day. Um, who's the rookie corner they have? Junior, uh, Sante Samuel Junior. Think he has a good day too. He's a good player as a playmaker. Uh, Quentin, what do you think, real quick? I'm gonna go with the two guys that just got paid. Gonna need a big play from each one of them to get a victory against San Diego. The defense is gonna have to play like they've been playing. You know, get out to an early lead and make sure you get a big play from each one of those receivers that you just paid. So the Broncos just this week uh, extended. They gave new contracts to two young receivers. One guy is like he floundered in the league. Was like a hanger on. Could have been out of the league in the you know in the right or wrong circumstance. Has been like the uh, uh, hardworking unsung hero for these Broncos. All he does is shine in training camp, make big plays, step in to make big plays. His name is Tim Patrick. And the Broncos re- rewarded him with a thirty million dollar contract, twenty two million guaranteed. Okay. okay, and that was the smaller deal. There's a guy named Cortland Sutton, another receiver who they drafted in the second round, more highly touted, and he's had a couple big years. Last year, he went down, was hurt for the whole year. He's just kind of really coming back, but he's had a good season. They gave him $60 million over four years with $35 million of that guaranteed. So that's been the story of the Broncos kind of over the last week, and it's a big deal when you give you know, your own players, good players, Big contracts. Right. Like that. That's crazy, honestly. It is crazy. <laughs> Great catch, it's, homie. it's super crazy. So uh that's kind of it. Natasha, uh, thanks for coming in. We'll check out Hooters Aurora. We'll check out any of the Hooters locations. They're all good ones. Um, go in and check out um I mean the drink specials are great. Oh yeah. The food's really, really good. I think people a lot of people, you know, and rightfully so, you go to Hooters for wings. Mm-hmm. Because the wings are great. But, dang, the shrimp they got there. <laughs> I'm telling you, my, the JJ like eat a whole, he ate the whole, it's like a platter. He ate the whole thing. <laughs> he's and, like, I thought we were getting our own plates. Well, we don't share anymore. <laughs> it's like, you know, he's like a grown man now. He's like Quentin. <laughs> um, all right, Natasha, turn up, hear this real quick. It's that new one. kind of like it. It's good. <laughs> it's What's it called? A uh, cold heart. Like Jake. You should hear the way he talks to me. He's like, hurry up. Uh, now he's the best. For Jake Meyer, for Quentin the Intern, for Natasha from Hooters Aurora, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Bye, Sheila. Thank you.